Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You are listening to Made for This Podcast. We are talking about not living afraid today. And we are going to do this in a unique way today. I know I've talked about this subject before, but you're going to want to hold on. Do not leave. It's going to be good. This subject needs a lot of attention in our lives. Let's go. We want to thank the Dwell app for supporting Made For This. To get started with Dwell, go to dwellapp.io slash madeforthis to get 10% off a yearly subscription or 33% off Dwell for Life. 33% off means you save $50. So make sure to visit dwellapp.io slash made for this and commit to scripture for the rest of this year or for life. Okay, so this is the unique way we're going to talk about this today is we all have baggage. And by baggage, I just mean hurts, maybe even bitterness that we've held on to for a long time. And what I want to do today is I want to figure out what that is. And what does that have to do with living afraid? We have a God who has built us, set us in our places. We have an enemy that hates us, that is trying to distract us and cause us not to live out the plans that God has for us. He's trying to burden us, to cause our lives to be full of so much groaning and complaining and grumbling that we no longer care about the glory of God and the souls of men. And he's good at it. Let's be real. He's real good at it. So what I want to do is I want to unpack the things that are causing us to live in fear, the things, the messages that you hear in your mind that you've listened to for so long that you barely even notice are causing you to fear and to hold back. So for me, as I talked about in Nothing to Prove, the story of my dad and believing messages that he didn't even mean to tell me about needing to measure up. I was a pastor's wife and a lot of opinions came my direction, a lot of negative opinions. I just lived with an approval idol where I had to fight that. And so these narratives were growing in my life, I would say from the age of 12. I I vividly remember seeing that line that I needed to hit. And the problem was beginning at 12 years old, it just kept moving and I kept trying to catch it. And, and so those narratives shape us. We are largely a product of our past. We are largely a product of our relational trauma and, and positive relationships as well. And so we've got to unpack these things. So I'm actually going to start with a few questions. And I would encourage you to write these questions down. If you are driving, don't have a pen, come back to this episode. We'll actually write them out and we'll have them in the show notes for you. So here's some questions. And I here's what I'd do, guys. I would write these questions down and I'd put them in a really safe friend's hands and say, will you ask me these? And I'll ask them to you too. But I just, I need somebody to push me and make sure I'm being honest, okay? So here's the first question. You ready? So this is all taken from nothing to prove the Bible study. So the first question is, what hurt are you holding on to and why? This is from your past. It might even be from your childhood, honestly. Number two, how do you think Jesus feels about your pain or disappointment? Number three, is there value in going to difficult places? 
If so, what is it? And that is a really important one. I think about my personality and I think about my daughter's personality that we tend to not see the point or the purpose in dealing with this. But I have a good friend that says, hey, Jenny, the reason you have a hard time sleeping probably has something to do with your childhood that you need to work out. And I'm like, hey, I've already paid for a lot of counseling. I'm a big fan of counseling. So I'm thinking to myself, what is it? Like, I'll fix it if I can. But I know it's true. Like the body keeps the score. It's true. God built our minds, our bodies, our emotions. And so, of course, those things are all connected. If something happened to you when you were younger, it's not as much as just deciding not to care about that thing or deciding to get over it. That thing is with you, whether you like it or not. And it's making peace with it and facing that fear in it that actually changes our lives and that sets us more free. And again, I'm not talking about navel gazing for the rest of your life. I'm talking about assigned moments of time, seasons of life, where you really do the work of your past hurt. You set yourself free. God gets to become bigger to you in that season because you see that he was with you and that he is enough for you. You also see forgiveness rise up when you do the work and can let go of holding people accountable. You can let that hurt go, but it takes facing it and actually working through it. And I know for some of you, this sounds absolutely insane because the hurt that you just wrote down or shared with somebody could be as traumatic as abuse or divorce or things that have truly shaped your life. I'm not telling you something you don't know. You know the hurts from your past have absolutely shaped your life and are impacting your life now. And and forgiveness in those situations are difficult. I don't want to be trite about that. But I also know the power of God and I know his ability to bring life from death and it's possible. The next question I want you to ask yourself or have someone else ask you is this. How have you seen Jesus redeem some of your darkest times? And that question really gets to the point of he's faithful over time. Like when you watch him in the rearview mirror and you see dark seasons of your life, I can always a year later go, oh my gosh, look at at what he did through this and look at how he protected us in the midst of it and look at the manna that fell from heaven every single day, the daily bread that we had that we needed every single day, even though we were in a pit, even though it felt like this is the worst thing that could ever happen to our family. We made it. And not only did we make it, but we're stronger for it. And our relationships are closer for it. And there are marks of God's hand and provision all over the season. Rarely do I see it in the middle of it, but when I look back. So I think it's important in the midst of this conversation to look back and to remember how God has been faithful in times of of disappointment. And then the next question, how has that strengthened your hope and trust in him? And then these last two, is there any other hurt or disappointment that you are avoiding? If so, what is it? And then lastly, how can I love you well right now? Especially if you're working with a friend, have them ask you that. What does it look like for me to love you well through this? Because facing these things, it's not as simple as facing them and then they're better. It's it's really walking through them over time and unpacking them and having people that can listen and care and not give too much advice. (laughs) write that on there too if you hand these to a friend don't give me too much advice I just need to talk about this and I need you to ask me questions about it here's the deal guys is is hurt is real and it is a thing right like I talked about rest being a thing hurt is a thing it's something that is very real it's not a solid thing that you can put your hands around but it's something that has happened to you it's something that exists in time and space it's real you can't avoid it it's going to go and mess with your anxiety and your heart rate and it's going to mess with your sleep like this is just the way we are built as humans and so it's a real thing that we've got to face and not be afraid to face right because 
fear is such a good trick. If if we're afraid of something, we will science will tell us we all will fight or flight. And for a lot of you, you fly. You go away from it. If you feel hurt, you run away from it. A lot of you, you fight, you resent it, you resist it, you don't want to face this. And if you do, you are going to be angry and punch the sky and be angry at God and and people. And that's okay. There's a season for that. I'm walking with a friend through something right now and she's just mad. It's so hard what she's facing, so unthinkably hard. And yet she's in that season where she's just angry. She's not sad. She's just mad. And I told her, you go through that. Like, don't apologize. Be mad. This is hard. God can handle that. Praise him that he can. But we also have a God that leads us through the darkest things. And we have a God that raises people from the dead. We have a God that heals people. We have a God that that says he gives us divine weapons to destroy strongholds. So we have a powerful God that can also move us from places that we are stuck, places that we are discouraged, places that we are no longer thriving, and he can bring about life and peace. But it's his way, right? It's it's the way he says, and it's to set our minds on the spirit. That's where life and peace comes from. And as we walk the road of faithfulness and the road of a relationship with him, that is where he is able to meet our needs. But we've got to walk with him. We've got to know him. We've got to not be afraid to face the darkness because he has an answer for the darkness. Hey guys, have you downloaded the Dwell app yet? The Dwell app is an audio Bible app that Jenny and I use all the time. One of their newer features that is awesome for if you want to memorize a passage of scripture is called the dwell mode. You can have a verse or a passage repeat itself. It can go slow so you can listen to it closely over and over. Guys, what a better way to go into the summer than to commit to memorizing scripture. And the dwell app is a tool that we cannot recommend enough and we know you guys will love it. So go to dwellapp.io slash made for this to get 10% off a yearly subscription or 33% off dwell for life. That's dwellapp.io slash made for this. And you can download the app today. I'm going to go back to Lazarus because I think the story is incredible. I'm going to read to you out of John 11. It says, And then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Now Lazarus had been dead for several days. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with stripes of linen, and a cloth around his face, Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. He just raised a man from the dead, from the grave. I mean, days he was dead and he walked out. And guys, this is our God. Like he brings life from death. It's who he is. It's what he does. It's what he will do in the end. But it is what he does every single day in the lives of believers. I see it happen. We have a church that every single Sunday, they put in the bulletin a story of somebody that has gone from death to life. Like just they were in addiction. They were in a broken marriage. They were in adultery. They were in, I mean, shoot, they were in prison. 
I mean, you can't believe the things that people share at our church. I love it. I love it. I love our church for that. They just, people share. This is what it is because there is therefore no, now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. So they share their stuff. And it's amazing the stories of death to life that I see all the time. The broken families that someone comes out of and they build a beautiful family that is intact or people like my sister who goes through a divorce that was so hard and yet he brings her to a place where she is praising him even in the midst of losing everything that she loved and held dear in life. And so you just see these stories over and over again of hope in hopeless situations and life in situations where there should be no hope and death. So this is our God. This is how he works. And this is why we're not afraid. If we really believe this is true, that God even has power over the grave, that he even has power over death, which he does. If we believe that, then what are we so afraid of? What can't we trust him with? What can't we face? Because if he is with us and he is for us, who can be against us? We can face our worst fears. We can face our biggest hurts. We can face the darkest moments that are ahead for us because there is a good God who loves us and who is building a future and a hope for us that is separate from this broken world, right? He's building a better world. He's building a new place for us where where we will be with him forever and we will be right forever. But in the meantime, he gives us glimpses of that power. I mean, Lazarus coming from the dead was, was just God, I believe, Jesus in that moment showing off like, hey, by the way, I have power over death. I'll show you again when I raise from the dead, but I'll really show you when all of you raise from the dead. <laughs> there will come that day and death will not win. And and that storyline is my biggest hope. It's my biggest struggle to believe, but it's also my biggest hope and, and truly the foundation of our faith. And if we truly believe it, it changes everything. It changes everything. Make sure you knew about the free book club kit that we made for you that walks you through nothing to prove book and the episodes that go along with each chapter. We even included some conversation questions for you to use, maybe to invite a neighbor, a friend, a sister, send them a text today, say, Hey, I want to read through this book with you. I want to talk about it. I want to go a little bit deeper. So buy a copy of the book, download the free PDF on Jenny's website and do this this summer. So go to JennyAllen.com, J-E-N-N-I-E Allen.com. And you can download that free PDF today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Made For This podcast.